are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Help IT for Friday, July 1st, 2022. So first thing I want to talk about is all of Launch's new revenue cycle automation suite. So RCM Tools uh, aims to reduce administrative burden on intelligent automation to reduce manual tasks. So Olive is the name of the company. They announced a launch of an autonomous revenue cycle. So this is built as their kind of new flagship uh, revenue cycle management suite. And what they're doing is that they're trying to try to reduce all the manual tasks that are usually uh, part of a revenue cycle. And this is going to help them with uh, reducing the employee burnout. And it's also designed to, to help with like uh, time consuming tasks as well, like administrative tasks in RevCycle. So by doing that, it allows the orgs that are using it to get paid quicker and also reduce the risk of, you know, care that gets uncompensated. And all of that also, because it's, you know, automated, it helps with freeing up time for the organization to have more, more time spent with the patient. So some of the examples of things that they automate are, you know, financial clearance processes, like, you know, verifying insurance eligibility, uh, looking to see if there's even any insurance coverage, uh, looking to see if there's benefits, identifying benefits, and also flagging uh, different opportunities for financial assistance for certain patients who are eligible for that. So the next thing I want to talk about is actually uh, related to Hogue Hospital, which is actually pretty close to where I live. They are about 20 minutes away. So they the headline is for a computer-assisted AI diagnosis aims to reduce colorectal cancer at Hogue. So colorectal cancer, it's actually the third most common cancer in the U.S. So Hogue is a nonprofit a regional hospital. They're actually based in Newport Beach area, and they serve, you know, more than... 30,000 inpatients and 460,000 outpatients annually, I guess, including me, because when I had a COVID scare, I went to Hogue ER. So uh, there's that little fun fact. Um, so they're located in Newport Beach, and they also have an Irvine location. Uh, so they are using AI right now uh, in a way to kind of detect uh, colorectal cancer. So the vendor that they're using is called GI Genius. And what they're doing is that, well, first of all, they have the hardware, right? So it's the rigid scope uh, and moved over to like a fiber optics. And now they're using a narrow band imaging and stuff like that. But getting all that data, it also incorporates artificial intelligence so that it helps a physician identify lesions based on, you know, millions of pre-programmed algorithms, quote unquote. So it uses pattern recognition to bring out lesions that the computer would think it's high risk or dangerous or suspicious. So it's still up to the physician to determine what's actually something of concern, but at least it's using that pattern recognition through AI to find things that it thinks should be investigated in a closer look. So, so far they brought the technology to the GI lab and it's available for any kind of like a GI doctor using colonoscopies. So no data yet, but that's something that uh, we will be just keeping track of over time. So the next thing I want to talk about is Glucare Health. They're launching a value-based weight management pilot. So in partnership with Novo Nordisk, the Dubai-based health tech startup, they're promising to cover all or, you know, at least a portion of the cost of care if a patient or participant does not lose at least 10% of their body weight by the end of this program. So that's uh, that's pretty uh, high confidence there. So... So it's what's called a value-based reimbursement model trial. So this is done over uh, Middle East and North Africa, so MENA. And the way they're doing this too is they're integrating the digital biomarkers with existing therapeutics. So it's a six-month program, and it will involve a multidisciplinary clinical team, 
which includes a health coach, nutritionist, uh, nurse, patient educator, and endocrinologist. And they're going to be using wearables and also continuous data monitoring. And all of this is going to be tracked for like about six months. Of course, it's in progress, so we don't have any results yet, but uh, it's one of those other things that, you know, uh, would be excited to see what comes out of it. Next thing I want to talk about is Epic and Myriad Genetics are collaborating on EHR integration for genetic testing. So pharmacogenetics, pharmacogenomics, those kind of things are its own niche, but then it's also an opportunity for pharmacy informatics and healthcare technology to kind of improve or synergize with pharmacogenetics in terms of patient care. So Myriad Genetics, they are working with Epic so that they can integrate genetic testing technology into the EHR. Uh, so it allows the providers to view the results directly within the Epic platforms without any additional steps outside of it, like a manual ordering process or trying to go to a different system, things like that. So by having it all native, it reduces that extra burden. And hopefully this allows kind of like higher use or ease of use for providers. So, you know, when they're thinking about ordering a genetic test, it's not like, oh, I got to do all these extra steps. It's actually just going to live right there in the EHR. So, you know, interoperability, making it easy, those are going to try to push forward that whole genetic testing side of things. And then the last thing I want to talk about today is actually related to Meta Platforms. And of course, you know that Meta Platforms owns Facebook. They were actually sued. They were sued for alleged unlawful collection of patient data. So at least 664 hospital systems or medical providers have been identified where Facebook has received patient data. So this is a class action lawsuit. And it's, uh, if you don't know what Pixel is, Pixel is a tracking tool. So it's kind of like your browser cookies. And, um, but Pixel is specific to Facebook. So it's called a Facebook Pixel. So basically, I'm just going to give some insight into digital marketing a little bit here. But, uh, Facebook Pixel and digital marketing is used so that when someone visits, let's say a company's website and a company has a Facebook Pixel, um, tied to it then the pixel is used to kind of retarget or remarket. And what that means is that it knows that you've visited their website. So now on your Facebook feed or, you know, other feeds, um, it will advertise to you again about where you just visited. So that's what pixel was used for. Now, this lawsuit's happening because Facebook pixel tracking was allegedly being improperly used on the hospital patient portals. So people who are using the patient portals would be tracked through the Facebook pixel and then all that information of like them signing in and out, setting appointments, calling provider, all that information is logged or at least their actions of doing those things. So that collection of the data is basically patient privacy. So that is what the lawsuit is about. What's kind of worse is Facebook allegedly monetizes the information by using it to generate profitable targeted advertising, like I said earlier, on and off Facebook so that it targets patients based on their actions. So all this data that it's collecting on a patient who's been using the patient portal and also like their browser history for that, then now it's going to be, you know, like, for example, they're searching for a specific condition or in their patient portal has something like it says they have like a, you know, diabetes or cancer, then it's being used to market those things to those patients again of like these different treatments or these, uh, you know, different kind of like options of therapy, things like that. So this is pretty big and I'm curious about what's going to happen with this lawsuit and I'm personally going to be looking to what the outcome is. So that's all I have for this week, which was kind of a lot, but um, if you're interested in checking out more healthcare IT news, uh, check out healthcareitnews.com. 
that's where I really just get most of my healthcare IT news. And that's how I keep myself updated in that whole field. All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal.